Right now with Met Manager Wes Westrom and Dodger Captain Maury Wills. It's going to be Claude Osteen going for the Los Angeles Dodgers. And for the Mets, it will be right-hander Jack Fisher. We'll check the starting lineups in just a moment. Is this one of those nights when you're not yourself? You'll feel more so when you listen to this. Oh, I'm not myself at all. Molly here, Molly here. I'm not myself at all. This song gets sung over and over at Irish parties and picnics until the singers raise a ferocious thirst. Then they change their tune. Come fill up your glasses and drink what you will land you don't need every day. This is a traditional Irish drinking song and often the beer they drink is wrangled extra dry. In fact, in New York City, where there are more Irish than in the whole of Dublin, more people drink wrangled than any other beer. Why do Irish Americans like Rheingold? We don't know, but we must be doing something right. I'm a man you don't need every day, every day. I'm a man you don't need every day. Here are the starting lineups for tonight's game. First for the visiting Los Angeles Dodgers, who still are in first place in the National League. Leading off and playing shortstop, Captain Maury Will. Batting second and playing third base tonight, Jim Gilliam. Batting third and playing center field, Willie Davis. Batting fourth and playing right field, Ron Fairley. Hitting fifth and playing left field is Lou Johnson. Batting sixth and playing second base, Jim Lefebvre. Batting seventh at first base is Wes Parker. Batting eighth and catching John Roseborough in the lineup tonight against the right-hand pitcher. And batting ninth and pitching for the Dodgers is Claude Osteen, who is a left-hander. For the New York Mets, leading off and playing third base, Ron Hunt. Batting second is the shortstop, Roy McMillan. Batting third and right field, Joe Christopher. Batting fourth is the left fielder, Ron Swoboda. Batting fifth is center fielder, Jim Hickman. Followed by first baseman, Ed Cranepool. Batting seventh and catching, Chris Canizaro. Batting eighth is the second baseman, Chuck Hiller. And batting ninth is pitching Jack Fisher as the New York Mets takes the field. Fisher is now on his way to the mound. The umpires tonight are Bill Williams at the plate, Bob Engel at first base, Tom Gorman at second, and Ed Sudol around at third. Last night, as the Mets defeated the Dodgers, the Cincinnati Reds defeated the Milwaukee Braves so that the Dodgers stayed on top in the National League. Now, ladies and gentlemen, our national anthem.
on the field with Ed Cranepool at first base, Chuck Hiller at second, Roy McMillan at short, and Ron Hunt at third. Ron Svoboda in left field, Jim Hickman in center field, and Joe Christopher in right. Chris Canizaro, the catcher, and Jack Fisher, the pitcher. Hickman being inserted in center field in place of Johnny Lewis against left-hand pitcher Claude Osteen of the Dodgers. The Dodgers, in turn, against the right-hander, Jack Fisher, have juggled their batting order, moving Willie Davis up to the number three spot in the order and dropping Wes Parker down to number seven. Now up to lead off is Maury Wells. Maury Wells, a switch hitter, will be batting left here against right-hander Jack Fisher. He has hit safely in seven consecutive games. He is hitting 292 for the season. 23 runs batted in. in, gets a sign, and here is the first pitch of the ball game. It's high for a ball. Ron Hunt at third for the Mets, charged in a step or two as Maury Wills bluffed the bunch. On the coaching line for the Dodgers, Danny Ozark at first base, Preston Gomez at third. Here's a pitch, swung on it in the air, down the right field line, a foul ball. Into the seats and out of play. Down of one and one to Wills. Dodgers are on top in the National League. The Braves, a half game back. The Giants, a game and a half. The Reds, two and a half. Well, it's bunted foul back off the screen and out of play as Mario Wilkes is going to try to drag that one. And this very tight National League race, only two and a half games separates the top four teams. Then come the Phillies, who are five and one-half games back, and the Pirates, who are six and a half. Swing and a base hit, going up the middle. Taken by Hickman and played back. Mari Wills turns and holds it first. Jack Fisher stabbed at that ball as it went by. It was lined just about the heights of his glove, and he stabbed at it as it went through the box, but it went on out into center field. Mari will keep this consecutive game hitting streak alive at eight games, and switch hitter Jim Gilliam coming up batting left. Mari Wills has stolen 80 bases this year. Gilliam's hitting 277. He has four homers and 28 runs batted in. Did you swing on it? Deep to right. It's way back there. It's going, going, and this one is off the wall in play. Christopher, picked up now by Christopher. Marley Wells is coming home. He scores standing up, and Gilliam slides in the third with a triple. A triple and a run by the net. Joe Christopher went back, apparently thinking that that ball was going to go over the fence. He turned and went back and was just sort of giving it the look as it went over his head. And then as it came off the wall in play, it went past him, and he had to run it down. The Dodgers have a run here in the top half of the first inning, and they lead by a score of one to nothing. And Willie Davis is up, left-hand batter who has hit safely in seven consecutive games. Davis hitting 243 with six homers and 39 runs batted in. The Mets play the infield in. Swing and a fly ball deep to right. Christopher going back, and this one is taken by Christopher over his head and tagging at third and coming on now is Gilliam to score. 
as Christopher made the catch going away, he stabbed the ball in the glove for the out. It was easy, of course, for Jim Gilliam to tag and score after the catch, and the Dodgers lead 2-0. That ball was hit over Christopher's head as well, but he went back and stabbed that one. Sacrifice line, a run batted in for Davis. Ron Fairley's up, left-hand batter. Pitches inside, misses everything. Comes all the way to the screen for ball one. With one man out and nobody on base, the Dodgers lead two to nothing. No strikes to Ron Fairley. Hitting cleanup for the Dodgers with an average of 287. Fairley has nine home runs and leads the club and runs batted in with 66. Pitches in for a call strike to Fairley. These Dodgers have been in first place or tied for first for all but 16 days of this baseball season. They have never trailed by more than one game. 2-1 pitch. Low for a ball. Ron Peronofsky is still out of action with a full leg muscle. And today, of the relief court, Bob Miller came up with a sore arm. So the Dodgers have had all sorts of injuries and illnesses, and they're still in first place. Here's a pitch in for a call strike. Three and two to Ron Fairley. Gordon Richardson is up and throwing in the bullpen here in the first inning now for the Mets. Here's the payoff pitch. One on it on the ground at first, second by Cranville. He's going to the back to make the play unassisted. He beats Fairley. There are two men out. It'll bring up left fielder Lou Johnson, a right-hand batter, who's hitting 252. Lou Johnson has 10 homers, 44 runs batted in. Number 41. With the 10 homers, Lou Johnson leads the Dodgers in that departing as a club have hit 65 home runs this year. Ball is running foul and goes out of play down the third baseline. Of the Dodgers, 65 home runs, 45 have been hit on the road. Five of them here at Shea City. one pitch to Lou Johnson. Sidearm delivery in there for a call strike two. Little crossfire offered up by Jack Fisher. Two men out, nobody on base. One of the greatest of all the Brooklyn Dodgers is here tonight. Roy Campanella watching the game from the press deck. Here's two strike pitch. Swung on and topped up the infield. Cranepool moves over near the mound and Cranepool is at the mound and makes the catch. Retired. The Dodgers got two runs on two hits. No errors and none left. 
scores the end of a half inning is the Dodgers two and the Mets coming to bat. It's very hard to sell sheet music in Jamaica, you know. They make up songs whenever they need them, like this. Having a party, eating rice and peas, dancing happily as you please. Mmm, charming lady with a very nice smile. Think I'll talk to her for a while. Think I'll talk to her for a while. When Jamaicans get together for a party, the beat is calypso and the songs are made up on the spot. The party was hilarious as it could be, but in the morning there was news for me. The penny was a man's wedding soon on his wife. The smiling lady is now my wife. The smiling lady is now my wife. And when the singer finds his throat a little dry, something refreshing will be improvised. Probably Rheingold beer. In New York City, where there are more different kinds of people than in any other city in the world, more people drink Rheingold Extra Dry than any other beer. Why do Jamaicans like Rheingold? We don't know. But we must be doing something right. Coming to the bottom half of the first inning now, and the Dodgers are on the field with Wes Parker at first base, Jim Lefevre at second, Maury Wills at shortstop, and Jim Gilliam at third. Lou Johnson's in left field. Willie Davis is in center, and Ron Farley's in right. John Roseborough is catching. The first time Roseborough has been in action since the breakup between the Dodgers and Giants at Candlestick Park on Sunday when Roseborough was hit by a bat-wielding Juan Marichal of the Giants. And here is Ron Hunt up now with an average of 237. Osteen's pitch is swung on and missed for strike one. Claude Osteen has won 11 and lost 11 this year for the Los Angeles Dodgers. He came to them along with third baseman John Kennedy from the Washington Senators and the Frank Howard team. Osteen is 26 years of age against the Mets this year. He's won one and he's lost two. Billy Cowan beat him with a home run at Dodger Stadium in Los Angeles. Strike one pitch to Hunt, and it's high for a ball, one and one. Hunt chokes up on the bat, and here's the pitch. It's low for a ball, two and one. On the coaching line for the Mets, Yogi Berra is at first, and Don Hefner is around at third. It's 2-1 pitch, and it's high for a ball. So now Osteen goes behind, 3-1. Dodgers and the Mets have played 16 games this season. Dodgers have won 12, and the Mets have won 4. It's the first time the Mets have won as many as 4 games from the Dodgers in any season. Here's a 3-1 pitch, and it's in there for a call strike. Hunt was taking all the way, moved back in the batter's box on the pitch. It's a full count of 3-2. and two. Here at Shea Stadium this year, the Mets and Dodgers have played seven games. The Dodgers have won six, and the Mets won. And that's the first victory coming last night. Payoff pitch, far on and fouled out to the right side and out of play. As you know... A season series between two teams consists of 18 games. Nine at home and nine on the road. And tomorrow night, the Dodgers and Mets will meet in their 18th game of the season. And it'll be Sandy Koufax pitching for the Dodgers and Tug McGraw for the Mets. 
Here's a payoff pitch to Hunt. Foul back off the screen. He's still alive at three and two. a four-game winning streak and also two no-decision starts since a 6-4 loss to Milwaukee on July 21st. His road record is five wins and two losses. Playoff pitch, and it's low. Ron Hutt draws a leadoff walk. That will bring up Roy McMillan. McMillan over the last 20 games has hit on a clip of 397. His season's average is 250. One homer and 31 runs batted in. McMillan has hit safely in 18 of the last 20 games. 27 for 68 over that span. West Parker holds against the runner Hunt at first. Osteen pitch to McMillan is in there for a call strike. Defensively, the Dodgers play Roy McMillan straight away. And here's the strike one pitch. Swung on and fouled off. One and one. Or rather, a two-strike count to Roy McMillan. been the case the last two nights. There are plenty of good seats available here for this game between the Dodgers and the Mets. A little more than 37,000 last night. Here's a throw over and Ron Hunt gets back safely. Joe Christopher is waiting in the on-deck circle. Osteen up and set with the pitch. It's outside for a ball to McMillan. Against Jack Fisher, a right-hand pitcher, the Dodgers tonight. Pulled on LeJohn out of the lineup. He's a right-hand batter, and they're playing switch-hitting Jim Gilliam at third. Here's 2-2 pitch. Swung on and hit in the air to left center field. Willie Davis moves over. Davis is called. Hunt's halfway. Davis makes the catch, and Hunt goes back to the bag. At first, one away. Now Joe Christopher is coming up for the net. Christopher has hit safely in five straight games. He's hitting 244. He has two homers and 31 runs batted in. Right hand batter facing a left hand pitcher here. The pitch that's in there for a call strike one. Dan Hunt takes his lead at first. Pitch to Christopher. And it's outside. One and one. are at Pittsburgh again tonight. Pirates have taken two straight from the Giants. 
Here's a throw over and not in time. Bob Bolin scheduled a pitch for the Giants tonight. Bob Friend for Pittsburgh. Here's a 1 1 delivery, and it's high for a ball. 2 and 1. Cincinnati Reds are in Milwaukee again tonight. Sammy Ellis for the Cincinnati Reds. He's won 16 and lost 7. Denville Lamaster for Milwaukee. He has won 6 and lost 10. The Houston Astros are at Philadelphia. Bob Bruce against Ray Culp. The Cubs are at St. Louis in a latest start, a night game. Pitch to Christopher, and it's on the line at the center for a base hit. By Willie Davis up with it, plays it back, and holding it second is Ron Hunt. Joe Christopher is on. He keeps his consecutive game hitting streak alive in six straight games. And Ron Swoboda is coming up. The Dodgers lead two to nothing. Christopher gets the first hit for the Mets. Almost team. In the American League, it's a full slate of night action. The Yankees are in Minnesota against the Twins again tonight. At the end of an inning and a half, the Boston Red Sox five, the Washington Senators two. They've only played an inning and a half at Fenway Park, and already home runs by McMullen, King, Yastrzemski, Canigliaro, and Petroselli. Osteen sets and checks. Here's a swing of the drive at the left field for a base hit. Going all the way to the corner, and Hunt rounds third, and he's coming home. Ball is retrieved by Johnson, played in, holding it third is Christopher, holding it second is Swoboda. With a double, the left, and a run batted in, it's the Dodgers two, the Mets one. The Mets have runners in second and third and one man out. Lou Johnson retrieved the ball in a hurry and cleanly out there on the rebound to hold Christopher at third base. Jim Hickman is coming up, playing center field tonight. Hickman's hitting 216, nine home runs, 24 runs batted in. And the first game of Sunday's doubleheader here against the St. Louis Cardinals. Hickman was cast in the hero's row when he came on as a pinch hitter and hit a three-run homer over the right field fence that won the first game for the Mets. And he's being intentionally walked here. The first pitch is outside for ball one. Left-hand batter Ed Cranville is on deck. And the Dodgers got to put Hickman on and pitch to Greenville. 2-0. Outside, 3-0. Now ball four, and the intentional walk has been accomplished, whereas Hickman going to first base. Facing left-hand pitcher, Sean O'Shane. Rainville overall is hitting 266 to lead the Mets at bat. He has eight home runs and 46 runs batted in. So let's watch Ed try to hang in there now against this left-handed. As the Dodgers now, with one man out, drop the fever and Maury Wills back to double play down. The bases are loaded with one man out. Dodgers two and the Mets one. Gene Benning from the waist will work straight away. Pitch to the left-hand batter. Inside for a ball. Plus the letters and Greenville rock back. Got a stumble back out of the batter's box. It's ball one. 
Christopher is the runner at third. Swoboda at second. Hickman at first. Chris Canizaro is on deck. 1-0 pitch. And it's in there for a call strike. It's one and one. Jim Gilliam was in on the edge of the grass at third, and now he is dropping back. Figured he might try to squeeze. No indication of that on the first two pitches. Cranesville. Gilliam's even with the bag. Now here's the pitch coming in on the ground, and it's ground by first baseman Parker. He goes to the plate way too late. The run scores the bases are loaded. Parker was much too late when he scored to the plate. With the bases loaded, the runners had to go, and Parker gloved the ground ball on the backhand side to keep it from going through, but then when he got up, instead of going to the bag for the play, he threw home, much too late to get Christopher. The second run scored. It's a 2-2 ball game. The bases still are loaded, and Canizaro is coming up. That ball was slammed hard, and it is scored as a base hit and a run batted in by Ed Cranville. went to his backhand side, which would be between him and the bag as he went toward the line. And was on his knees as he stopped the ball to keep it from going through, but then uh, tried to go to the plate. Here is a pitch and a tie for a ball. One and only count of zero. Bases loaded. Infield still a double play up for the Dodgers. The score is tied 2-2. Two, two. There's one man out. Jim Brewer is up and throwing in the bullpen now. Or the Dodgers. 1-0 delivery to Canizaro, and it's in there for a strike, one and one. Manager Walter Austin, as he's put up on the second step of the dugout now, peering out at the mound. Mets have had four consecutive base hits off Cloud Osteen. Second, three consecutive base hits. Hickman drew a walk in between. It was Christopher Swoboda and Greensville with the base hit, and Hickman had an intentional walk in between. Osteen blessed the throw to second now. Hickman's back. Maury Wills is making a move to the back. Here's a 1-1 delivery, and it's a breaking ball high. Two balls and one strike to Canizaro with Chuck Hiller on deck. Hiller is a left-hand batter. pitch. And he lays off. Takes it high. Three and one. Canizaro was set to swing on that one. Started the swing and then laid off at the last moment. Down his three balls and one strike with the bases loaded. The Mets and the Dodgers at Shea Stadium in New York. Mets runners lead at first, second, and third. Wills makes a move to the bag. Here's a 3-1 pitch high. Walked in and up the fourth and a run. Dodgers 2. 
left-hand batter, Chuck Hiller. Batting number eight in the order tonight against the left-hand pitcher. is scheduled up next. Austin is talking to Osteen and to Roseborough and the second baseman, Jim Lefebvre. Umpire Tom Gorman joins the conference to ask if any action is going to be taken or if this is just a social gathering. Roseborough comes back behind the plate. Austin is still out there giving Brewer more time to work up, to uh, warm up, and now Austin leaves and goes back to the dugout. Chuck Hiller is hitting 248 for the season, six homers and 19 runs batted in. Jim Hickman is the Met runner at third, Ed Greenville at second, Chris Canizero at first, still one man out. working straight away. Pitches low for a ball to Chuck Hiller. Ragged play, Lefebvre and Wills at double play depth. At first base, Wes Parker's playing behind the runner. And Gilliam's even with the bag at third. Here's a swing and a ground ball to second. Second by Lefebvre over to Wills for one. The throw to first, a double play, and the side is out. So Chuck Hiller hits into a 4-6-3 double play to retire the side. But the Mets got three runs on three hits. There were no errors and two left. And the score at the end of an inning is the Mets three and the Dodgers two. Well, tomorrow night will mark the final meeting of this season between the Dodgers and the Mets. And it'll be Sandy Koufax going for the Dodgers. Koufax. Going after Bob Feller's all-time strikeout record, and he'll be shooting for victory number 22 of the season tomorrow night. The Mets are going to counter with 20-year-old left-handed Chuck McGraw, who on Sunday went all the way against the world champion Cardinals and got his first major league victory. So it'll be Sandy Koufax against Chuck McGraw here tomorrow night, game time at 8 p.m. Then the San Francisco Giants will come in. The Giants will be here on Friday night, Saturday night, and Sunday afternoon. The probable pitchers for Friday night for the Giants, Warren Spahn. And for the Mets, Darrell Sutherland. And for Saturday, it's going to be Bob Shaw for the Giants. And Sunday, it'll be Bob Bolin for the Giants. The Mets figure to go with Galen Sisko Saturday night and Jack Fisher on Sunday afternoon. Tickets are now on sale for upcoming games here at Jay Stadium in New York. Right now, we pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. Follow the Mets on WGY Schenectady, the voice of the Mets in the great Northeast. This is Lindsey Nelson with Ralph Kanter and Bob Murphy at Shea Stadium in New York. We're going to the top of the second, and Jim Lefebvre's up to lead off. He's a switch hitter batting left, facing right-hand pitcher Jack Fisher, who starts into the no-wind-up motion, and here's the pitch. Swung on it on the ground, and taking it first uh, by Cranville. He'll have to go over to Fisher. He does inside. Cranville moved to his right. The glove that ground ball chopped between first and second. They had to play to Jack Fisher covering the bag. So there is one away, and it's Wes Parker coming up. Also a switch hitter batting left. Parker's hitting 239 with six homers and 40 runs batted in. Pitch to Parker. Swung on and hit deep to right. Way back there. It's deep going, going. And this one is over the wall for a home run. 
clearing the top of the wall, and the score is tied 3-3 on Wes Parker's home run to right, his seventh of the season. Christopher went back, had his foot up on the wall as he chased it back, but that one disappeared just over the fence. So it's a new ball game tied 3-3. We think a lot of Rheingold drinkers are going to be happy with our new sugar mug package of six 12-ounce mugs, now a special display in your area. No opener needed, just pull the tab and drink your Rheingold extra dry right from the mug. John Rosebar is up, here's the pitch. Low for a ball. Roseburg is hitting 220 for the season. He's had seven home runs and 47 runs batted in. Now the pitch swung on and fouled back. I'll say this for Roseboro and his altercation with Juan Marichal. When the Mets were last in Los Angeles, the Dodgers and Dodger followers were fairly displeased with Roseboro's performance today and his 220 batting average. Here's a 1-1 delivery outside for a ball. But um, since the altercation with Marichal, the attitude, of course, has entirely changed. This is Roseboro's first appearance since that Sunday game at Candlestick. Primarily because the Mets have been pitching left-handers. He could have played the first night they were in here. Here's a 2-1 pitch. Swung on and it in the air to center field. And Jim Hickman moves in underneath, waiting, and he makes the catch. So there are two men out, and that'll bring up Cloud Osteen, the pitcher. Osteen's been up 74 times and has nine hits, one triple, two runs batted in. He's hitting 122. Fisher's pitch out away for a ball as Osteen started to go and laid off. Dodgers three, the Mets three. One zero delivery, Swan and foul back. It's in the seats out of play. One and one.
Think about that the next time your team is behind. And what say you think about Viceroy the next time you buy cigarettes? Because Viceroy is specifically designed to taste the way you'd like a filter cigarette to taste. Not too strong, like some brands that taste as if they didn't have a filter, and not too light, like some others. You know the kind. They just never seem to satisfy your taste. But Viceroy, Viceroy is not too strong, not too light. Viceroy's got the filter for the taste that's right. Viceroy's got the taste that's right. Not too strong and not too light. The taste that's right. In the bottom of the second now, the Mets will have pitcher Jack Fisher up to lead off, a right-hand batter. Facing left-hand pitcher Claude Osteen. Two 
one delivery, and it's swung on foul off to the right side out of play. Level for County 2-2 two, two to Ron Hunt. And Osteen gets his first strike out as he got Hunt swinging. Roy McMillan's coming up. He's been up one time and slide out to center field. One away, Fisher holding it first. In recent years, second base has been the problem position for the Dodgers. This year, Jim LeFever moved in and took that position over and has held on to it, and third base has been the problem position. Pitch is low to McMillan. Ball one. at first. Parker behind him. There he is. A swing and a ground ball to short. Could be for two except that the throw's going across the first in time. With Fisher moving, he pulls up safely at second and the ball wasn't hit hard enough for Mario Wills to go anywhere except the first. So it went across the long way. Two men out and Christopher's coming up. Joe had the first met hit off Osteen in the first inning. The score is tied here, 3-3. We're in the bottom half of the second inning. Two men out in the mid-runner at second base. Here's a pitch in for a call strike. his box, uh, conversing with umpire Bill Williams. Osteen sets and checks. Here's a pitch that's low, and it's one and one. Pittsburgh. 
two-run homer, and he puts the Mets out in front here by a score of five to three. Scoring Fisher ahead of him and brings up Ron Swoboda. Jim Brewer is up and throwing again now in the bullpen, and here is the pitch low to Swoboda. Swoboda had a double to drive and a run in the first inning. have had five hits in this game off Osteen so far in one and two-thirds innings. It's a 1-0 delivery, and it's in for a call strike, one and one. The Mets five, and the Los Angeles Dodgers three. was victory number 40 for the Mets this year. In their first year of 1962, the Mets won only 40 games for the entire season. Second year, they won 51. Last year, they won 53. Here's a 1-2 pitch. In for a call, strike three. So Osteen gets the strikeout. Got Svoboda looking. The Mets got two runs on two hits, no errors, and none left. Scores the end of two full innings is the Mets five and the Dodgers three. You know, from time to time during the course of the season, the Mets yearbook is revised. There are new editions brought out to include new information. And the final revised edition of the Mets yearbook is now available. It contains a story about interim manager Wes Westrom taking over from Casey Stengel. There's a story uh, and a picture of Casey in the hospital on his 75th birthday with a birthday cake. There are a lot of pictures of old-timers day here, some of the most famous ballplayers in the history of the game on the field here at Shea Stadium this year. There is an up-to-date squad list, including the newest of the Mets, Dave Eilers. So if you'd like a copy of the yearbook, send 50 cents to Met Yearbook, Shea Stadium, Flushing, New York. If you follow the Mets on radio or on television or in person, you'll find that the yearbook is a valuable reference volume. And uh, if you had one early in the year, I think you'll find a lot of things in this one that you haven't seen. So if you'd like a copy, send 50 cents to Met Yearbook, Shea Stadium, Flushing, New York. We're going now to the top half of the third inning, and coming in here is Ralph Kiner. Thank you, Lindsay, and hi, everyone. First man up for the Dodgers will be their leadoff batter, Maury Wells. Maury batting for the second time. He singled the center field his first time up. He scores when Jim Gilliam tripled. And then Jim later on scored when Willie Davis hit the sacrifice fly to right field. Dodgers scored two runs on five pitches by Jack Fisher in the first. They added one more in the second when Wes Parker hit a home run. And the first pitch to Wills is bounced out in front of the plate and hits him in the batter's box in a foul ball. Bill Williams indicating he was in the batter's box when the ball hit him. If he had been out of it, he would have been out. Starting up the line, the ball hit right down in the dirt and then bounced up and got him. And Williams, the umpire behind home plate, indicates he was in the box. So it'll go as a strike. Moore has hit in eight consecutive ball games for the Dodgers. His average now up to 294. And Fisher back in the next pitch is bounced down to second base. A slow hopper picked up by Hiller, and he gets him by about four steps. 
away in the top of the third. The Mets in front five to three, and it brings up Jim Gilliam. Gilliam with a long triple off the fence in right field his first time up. It was his second triple of the year. He's now batting at 280 with four home runs and 28 runs batted in. And the first pitch is a changeup outside, ball one. Jim, before the ball game, was saying, well, he had his one day's rest, and he was back in the lineup, and so he is at third base. Jim started this year as a coach for the Dodgers at first base. One ball, no strikes. Fisher back, and the fastball is lined to right. Base hit. Joe Christopher taking the ball on the first stop, and Gilliam holds at first base. So Jim with his second base hit, two for two, and the Dodgers have a runner at first base with one out at the top of the third. And the batter will be Willie Davis. Willie hit a long drive to right field, and Joe Christopher made a jumping one-hand catch to keep it for an out. hitting action in the ball game. Nine hits through two and a third inning. And eight runs scored. Fisher with Gilliam at first base. And the first pitch to Willie Davis inside. A throw to first. He is free. Now an argument on the play. Long argument by West Westland, Jack Fisher, Eddie Greenville, Chuck Hiller. Right in the middle of it, the first base umpire, Bob Ingall. Throw to first base. Rainbow with a glove right down in there. It was a close play. And the umpire, Bill Ingall, saying he beat the throw. Tom Gorman, the crew chief, is over to help out the new umpire. Engel came up in the Pacific Coast League when Vinny Smith was placed on the injury list. Vinny was hurt right here in this ballpark while umpiring at first base. He tore up a knee. Now Westrum back to the bench. He stays in the ballgame. Safe at first base is Jim Gilliam and Bob Engel getting the handkerchief and the booze here from the crowd at Shea Stadium. Got to have a handkerchief to come to this ballpark. Pitch to Willie Davis that Canizero threw to first base with a breaking pitch inside. So the count is one ball, no strikes. Only batting 243. Six home runs, 39 runs batted in. Gilliam with a lead. Throw to first base. He is just back in time. Jack Fisher with a fine move. One of the best in the league. Now the right-hander in the set position. And he backs off the pitching rubber. Willie Davis backs out of the batter's box. Mets lead five to three. Mets five runs, five hits. The Dodgers have three runs and four hits. Dodgers batting with a runner at first base, one out in the top of the third. Now Fisher back on top. And his next delivery is hit the left field, a base hit. Ross Lavona charges. 
coming up with the ball and holding at second base is Jim Gilliam. Well, the Dodgers continue their onslaught, and here comes Wes Westrom, and that is going to be all for Jack Fisher. The sign out before Wes got to the foul line. And a left-hander has been thrown in the bullpen. The indication was that it will be a left-hander, so it will be Gordon Richardson. So Jack Fisher checks out with a lead, five to three, but he cannot get the victory as he would have to go five innings. He officially is credited with two and one-third innings, giving up three runs with five base hits. He struck out one and walked none. Jack gave up two runs on five pitches in the first. Had a home run hit off of him by Wes Barker in the second and now the Dodgers with one away coming up with two singles and they have runners at first and second. So left-hander Gordon Richardson has been summoned in from the bullpen. Now evidently he has not officially been called in because the umpires are all talking with Wes Westrom and he is still throwing in the bullpen. Wes made an indication as he went to the pitcher's mound just before he went to the foul line that he wanted the left-hand pitcher at least made that sign, but it was not interpreted. Now the sign goes out by Tom Gorman to get on in. Tom Gorman, the crew chief, indicating that he should get in here. Will be Gordon Richardson. All the National League shows Houston at Philadelphia at the end of one and a half innings. Bob Bruce pitching for the Astros and Ray Culp for the Phillies. No score. San Francisco Pittsburgh at the end of one. No score. Bob Bowen pitching for the Giants against Bob Friend. Cincinnati and Milwaukee. No score at the end of one. Same as the San Francisco Pittsburgh game. Sammy Ellis pitching for the Reds against Jenny Lamaster. Chicago scheduled in St. Louis. The starting pitches will be Dick Ellsworth for the Cubs. Bob Gibson pitching for the St. Louis Cardinals. National League race. A mighty tight one. Dodgers at this time leading by one half game over Milwaukee. Only two percentage points. San Francisco in third place. They trail by one and a half games. Cincinnati in fourth place. They trail by two and a half. And Philadelphia in fifth. They trail by five and a half games. Dodgers have been in first or tied for first in all but 16 days of the season so far. They have never been more than one game behind. Now Jack Fisher gets the hand as he leads them out. Jack was the search of his victory of the year. He will not be credited with either the win or the loss as he goes out of the ball game without pitching five innings for the win and the potential run that would put him behind is not his as Ron Fairley is the matter and that will belong to Gordon Richardson. Over in the American League, New York and Minnesota for a night game. At the end of three and a half, Boston six, Washington two. Five home runs in that ball game already. McMullen, King, Yastrzemski, Canigliero, and Petroselli. Baltimore scheduled at Chicago, Detroit at Kansas City, City for night game, and Cleveland at Los Angeles for a night game. Morgan pitching for Cleveland, and Jack Sanford is going for the Angels.
Giants have scored a run in the top of the second, so they now lead over Pittsburgh by a one nothing score as the Pirates come up in the bottom half of the second inning. Richardson is making his 21st appearance. He has a record of one win and one loss. And he'll be pitching to a left-hand batter, Ron Fairley. years of age. Six foot tall, 185 pounds. Last year he combined to have a record at Jacksonville and St. Louis. Now he's all set to go and his first pitch to Fairley, a curveball low and away, it's ball one. Ron is 0 for 1 in the ball game. He grounded hard down the first his first time up. His average at 286. He has an eight game consecutive streak going to this ball game. Ron leads the club and runs better in with 66. One older delivery is a curveball fouled out of play. All over the top. One ball, one strike. Fairly with nine home runs, one short of the club leader, Lou Johnson, who is the on-deck batter. Runners at first and second base. One out, top of the third. The Mets in front, five to three. Defending against the two-run lead. Now Richardson back again. And the 1-1 pitch is hit off the hands out of play. Ball again going over the top. And the count moves up to one ball and two strikes. Each club has had one home run. Dodgers have hit 66 so far. 46 of their 66 have been on the road. Mets have hit 100, pardon me, the Mets have hit 86 home runs so far this year. One and two on Ron Fairley, and now Richardson takes too much time, and Ron backs out of the batter's box. It's a down to second. A chance for two over to second base in time, but a sliding Willie Davis takes Roy McMillan out of the play, and he can't make a throw. Roy had to jump high in the air to save his life, as Willie Davis came in high and hard. So the double play could not be pulled off. The force play affected at second base, and on the play, Jim Gilliam moves over to third. So now runners at first and third, and that's have two away. And the batter will be... Lou Johnson, who drove in the three runs the Dodgers had in last night's ball game. Willie Davis was down to second base in such a hurry that he got there just about the time that the backhanded throw from Chuck Hiller came over to Roy McMillan. Ball was hit fairly hard. You can tell how fast he can go. Roy had to jump high in the air to save his life. Lou Johnson, the right-hand batter, and the first pitch to him is hit to left field. A little looper might drop in. Ron Zavola charging hard. He dives. He can't get through. 
Jim Gilliam scoring from third base. The throw into second base is not in time, and Luke Johnson is safe there as Ron Fairley moves over to third. Little flooper in the left field. Ron Travolta tried to make a diving catch. He couldn't reach it. It bounced and rolled in back of him, and Roy McMillan went out to pick it up. And his throw to second base was just not in time. So the Dodgers have their fourth run of the ball game, and they now have the time run at third base. They go ahead and run at second base with two men out here in the top of the third. That run charged to Jack Fixer's record. And the batter coming up, Jim LaFever. batting from the right-hand side. He takes the first pitch as ball one. Next pitch, wind the third, and Ron Hunt hauls it in to retire the side. In the inning, the Dodgers score a run on three hits. There were no errors, and two men were left on, and the score at the end of two and a half, the Mets five, the Dodgers four. Next, you're going to hear a lullaby. Remember to stay awake for what comes after. Generations of Jewish children have been put to bed with this lullaby, and often they've stayed awake quiet as mice, listening to the party. This song brings back friendly laughter and the clink of bottle against glass. And today, as yesterday, what's in the bottle is often Rheingold Extra Dry. In fact, in New York City, which has the largest Jewish community in the world, more people drink Rheingold than any other beer. How come? We don't know. But we must be doing something right. Lachayim. Bottom half of the third. The score in favor of the Mets 5-4. to four. Right now, we'll pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. Follow the Mets on WGY Schenectady, the voice of the Mets in the great Northeast. Kiner, along with Lindsey Nelson and Bob Murphy from Shea Stadium. First man up for the Mets here in the third will be Jim Hickman. Mets have had 13 batters so far in the ballgame, and the first pitch to Jim as he bats for the second time is in for a call strike. Claude Osteen is on the mound for the Dodgers. He has given up five runs on five bases. He has struck out two and walked three, and the left-hander back again, and the ball is topped out to the mound. A one-hopper taken by Osteen. He fires the first base for the out. Jim is out after walking his first time up. That'll bring up the first baseman, Eddie Cranepool. Ed was involved in a very odd play his first time up. When the bases loaded, they had walked Hickman intentionally to load up the bases. Ed hit a smash down the first base. Wes Parker made a dive for it and stopped the ball. He got it in the glove. First pitch is hit in the center field, a line drive. Willie Davis charging. He makes the catch. And Willie took a knuckleball out of the air. Was moving back and forth as he made the play. As Wes Parker made the stop on Cranebull, 
He had a possible chance at first base for a play there, although the pitcher was late covering. Instead, he threw home trying to get a forced play there, and by the time he got the ball away, the runner scored easily from third base. Joe Christopher scoring the Mets' second run. Rainbow got a base hit on the play. It was a hard smash, and for the second time, Rainbow hit another drive, this one into center field. Now with two men out, the batter will be Chris Canizero. Mets lead 5-4. to four. The first pitch to Chris hit off the end of the bat down to second base. Jim LaFever up with it over to first base. And for the first time in the ballgame, the Dodgers get the Mets out in order. 1-2-3. Very fast inning. And the score at the end of three, the Mets 5, the Dodgers 4. Here's a bit of advice about your car that may come in handy. A driving tip from Shell. Your car may be losing up to 15% of its power because of spark plug misfire. Here's an easy spark plug test you can make yourself, courtesy of your local Shell dealer. Next time you're behind the wheel, pick out a nice, long, straight upgrade. Make sure the road is clear, then accelerate wide open, right up to the legal speed limit. See if your car picks up speed smoothly. If it seems to stumble as it gathers speed, or you feel your engine hesitate, you may have spark plug misfire. See your shell dealer. He'll replace worn and misfiring spark plugs and recommend that you use Super Shell gasoline. Super Shell contains famous TCP additive to fight spark plug misfire. TCP can actually double the life of your spark plugs. So keep your plugs in shape with Super Shell. Visit your local shell dealer. At Shell, service is our business. At the top of the fourth inning, the Mets in front five to four, and the Dodgers coming up against Gordon Richardson. The starting pitcher was Jack Fisher, and Jack was knocked out of the box with one man out in the third. Gordon took over, and he is now working in his second inning. He'll be pitching to Wes Parker, West batting from the right-hand side for the first time in the ballgame. He had a home run from the left-hand side his first time up, and he takes the first pitch low as ball one. Next pitch back is called a strike. One ball, one strike. Parker's home run is seventh this year. And at 1-1, the pitch is inside and low. The ball in the dirt, and it's ball two. Two balls, one strike. Parker has an average of 241. His home run came with no one on, so he has now driven in 41 runs. He'll be followed to the plate by Johnny Roseboro and the pitcher Claude Osteen. Osteen is a good hitter. There's no action in the bullpen as the Dodgers trail 5-4 as they bat in the top of the fourth. Next pitch is swung on and foul. Ball going back and it's two balls, two strikes. Action has been fast and furious so far through the first three innings. Nine runs and 11 base hits. Two home runs, one triple. One double by the Dodgers, one double by the Mets. 2-2 delivery is hit hard on the ground in the hole. Backhanded by McCullen. He can't get him, can he? He gets him, and what a play. Wes Parker, who's been going down the line, thrown out deep on 
on the grass by Roy McMillan, and you have just heard about a play that you have to see to believe. Just about couldn't be possible because Parker can go down the line, and Roy got enough on it deep in the hole back in the grass to make the play. Roy McMillan, who's been doing a yeoman's job with his bat, still continues to do the same with his glove. His first pitch to Johnny Roseboro, swung on a miss to strike one. At the end of two, San Francisco won, Pittsburgh won. At the end of two, Cincinnati nothing, Milwaukee nothing. At the end of two, Houston nothing, Philadelphia nothing. Next pitch is fouled over the top of the screen. Strike two as Gordon Richardson comes back again with a fastball. New strike count on the left-hand batter, Johnny Roseboro. Johnny playing his first game since being hit in the head by Juan Marichal's bat. Roseboro batting at 219. Next pitch is bounced towards first base. Greenpool charges. Hit the ball nicely on the first stop. And then has an easy play at the back. Two men away as Greenpool, by charging the ball, turned a tough chance into an easy one. That'll bring up the pitcher, Claude Osteen. Claude struck out his first time up. Mets lead 5-4. They trail in base at 6-5. Third game of this four-game series. Each team winning one. Mets turning one around in the bottom half of the ninth inning last night to win 4-3 by scoring three runs. First pitch is low and away. It's ball one. Tomorrow, the final game of the year between the Mets and Dodgers is going to be a big one. Sandy Koufax to pitch for the Dodgers. He's 21 and 5 with 296 strikeouts. He'll be opposed by Tug McGraw, who is looking for his second victory of the year. He got his first his last time up against the Cardinals. Next pitch back is in for a call strike. One ball, one strike. Tug was asked about his pitching assignment against Koufax. He says, oh, it can't be too tough. He's not such a good hitter. He also said that he thought he had about 300 more wins in his arm after he won his first ball game. He's that kind of a guy. High fly ball hit the center field. Jim Hickman waiting. And now he makes the catch and then retires aside. One, two, three for Gordon Richardson. And the score at the end of three and a half. The Mets five, the Dodgers four. Now once again, we're moving along in a fine ball game. Now you're going to hear music to even Sammy Anders by. If you want to drink a little beer with it, that's all right with us. in New York City have brought us the sounds of Andalusia and the Basque provinces in songs like Yo Te Dare. You'll hear this song in places where you can savor chorizos and ensamidas. And as the rhythm and your thirst quicken, it may be that you'll call for more cerveza rhinos. It's a fact that in New York City, where there are more Spaniards than in Almazan, more people drink Rheingold extra dry than any other beer. Por qué? Quién sabe? But we must be doing something right. the fourth inning. Big Manor up on the upper deck facade. Let's go Mets. Stop on L.A. There's some beauties around here tonight. First man up for the Mets here as they lead 5-4 to four against 
Todd Osteen will be Chuck Killer, and he takes a pitch over the top of his head. It's ball one. Manner down the left field side. The Dodgers have Maury. The Giants had one. But we're not sorry because we've got Ron. Next pitch is in there for a strike. It's one ball, one strike. Interesting that the past tense on Juan Marishaw is used about the Giants. Now the 1-1 pitch. It's down low and it's two balls, one strike. Chuck Hiller batting for the second time in the ball game. He hit him to a double play his first time up. The Mets scored three in the first on three hits. Killer bouncing back to the mound, taken by Osteen, who is a good fielder. And so the first base picks up the first out in the bottom half of the fourth. That'll bring up Jack Fisher, who singled in the, should say, Jack Fisher's successor. Jack singled his first time up. The batter now coming up is George Richardson. Jack, the starting pitcher in the ball game, went two and a third innings, was charged with four runs on five base hits. Richardson came in the game in the third with one man out and he has given up no runs and one base hit. He takes the first pitch, it's ball one. And the next pitch is in for a strike. One ball, one strike. Richardson is 0 for 1 in National League play this year. Right hand batter, a left hand pitcher. Now Osteen back at 1-1 and the pitch is swung on and fouled off. A good swing by Richardson. Mets lead 5-4. Sign down the left field line. Rheingold beer is quite a delight. Come on, Mets. Do something right. 1-2 pitch is fouled off the hand of Johnny Roseboro. Now he's taking a look. Now he's going right to the dugout. Johnny Roseboro, after taking that foul tip of the hand, is walking right to the dugout, mask on, and walking straight on over. Paul Austin coming over to take a look. Johnny's right hand was injured in that melee in San Francisco. It was either injured when he threw a bunch or when someone stepped on him. He doesn't know exactly when. It was all puffed up and bruised up. And now a group around Johnny Roseboro and coming out to warm up and keep the pitcher warm is Wally Moon. Paul Austin looking down toward his bullpen and indicating that he might call in Jeff Torborg, and now Jeff is coming in from the bullpen. So Roseboro, who has been pretty well whacked up of late, getting a foul tip, and it's going to be all for John as he goes right into the clubhouse. That is all for Johnny Roseboro. We'll give you a report on it as soon as we find out from the Dodger clubhouse exactly how serious the injury is. The catcher coming in will be Jeff Torborg, who usually catches against left-hand pitching. At the end of two and a half innings, Houston nothing, Philadelphia nothing, Bob Bruce against Ray Culp. At the end of two, San Francisco won, Pittsburgh won. The game tied up by Clint Denham with a home run. Bob Boland against Bob Friend. Frank Robinson has hit a two-run home run in the top of the third, so Cincinnati leads Milwaukee 2-0. They're still batting. Sammy Ellis pitching for the Reds against Daniel Master. 
starting pitcher Chicago at St. Louis, Dick Ellsworth against Bob Gibson. In the American League, the Yankees out in the first with no runs. Minnesota coming up against Al Downing. Merritt is pitching for the Twins. At the end of five innings, Boston seven, Washington two. Coplitz has replaced McCormick for Washington. Wilson pitching for the Red Sox. Baltimore scored a run in the first. Chicago now coming up against Milt Pappas. Gary Peters pitching for the White Sox. Starting pitchers Detroit and Kansas City. Joe Sparma against Hunter for the Athletics. And Cleveland at Los Angeles. It's Kawhi Niner. The starting pitcher Steve Hargan against Jack Sanford. Now to catch in the ballgame, Jeff Torborg replacing Johnny Roseboro. The count is one and two on the batter Gordon Richardson. Otto Seen on the mound for the Dodgers. The Mets lead here five to four with one out in the bottom half of the fourth. And the next pitch is bounced foul. So they got a hold of one and two. Those of you keeping score, Jeff Torborg will bat in the eighth batting position, taking Johnny Roseboro's place. The next pitch is outside. Looking for his first hit this year, right hand batter. Two balls, two strikes to count. And the next pitch is hit down toward third base. It is just foul. Dug out by Jim Gilliam. Richardson, who had gone down to first base, will now return to the home plate area. The Mets will have Ron Hunt up next, and he is in the on deck circle. That's five runs on five hits. The Dodgers, four runs and six. One out in the bottom half of the fourth. And the 2-2 delivery is in there, called strike three. Second half for the Dodgers here in the bottom half of the fourth. That's the third strikeout for Prado Steen. And it brings up Ron Hunt. has walked and struck out his two times up his average of 234. This is his 25th game this year. Ball game got off to a fast pace as the Dodgers scored two in the first. The Mets came back to score three to take the lead three to two. The Dodgers then tied it up in the top of the second at 3-3. Mets then scored two in the bottom half of the second to take the lead five to three. Dodgers scored one run in the top of the third to make it 5-4. Since then, it's slowed down. Change up to Ron Hunt is outside. It's ball one. Bottom half of the third, no score for the Mets. In the top of the fourth, no score for the Dodgers. And now with two out in the bottom half of the fourth, no score. The 1-0 delivery is swung on a miss. It's one ball, one strike. One pitch is taken inside, ball two. Sign up in the upper deck down the left field line. North Merrick loves the Mets. Done in many colors. Another sign we saw earlier. It's not up right now. Happy birthday, Choo Choo. Two balls, one strike. And the pitch back to Ron Hunt. It's bounced through the middle. It's going to be a base hit. 
going down to first base, and holding there is Willie Davis throws the ball on back in. So the Mets have a base hit in the bottom half of the fourth as they lead five to four, and the batter coming up is Roy McMillan. What a play Roy made on West Parker in the top of the fourth. Even at six apiece now, the Mets lead five to four and run. First pitch is a hit and run play. Ball swung on and fouled over the top. Ron Hunt running as hard as he could, slid into second base, not knowing where the ball was. He'll have to come on back down to first. He still doesn't know the ball is fouled off. Standing right on second base, and he says to Tom Gorman, as Tom motions for him to go back to first, why didn't you tell me? back toward first base with both hands extended, palms up. Just to say, well, I was running on the play, just tell me what to do. One strike count of Roy McMillan. Ron was stealing all the way on that one. Usually on the hit and run play. Of course, there are two outs. Ron just a step away from the bag draws the throw. The runner will take a look to see where the ball is hit. Because if it's in the air, he has to get back to first. Now at one strike, the pitch is a curveball that's taken in. It's one ball, one strike. The pitch was inside. On the message board, tomorrow's pitchers, Koufax versus McGraw. At 8 p.m., Sandy, 21 and 5. Throw to first base, hunt back ahead of the tag. And Sandy in a position to set a new strikeout league record. He has 296. The National League record is 306. Held by Sandy Koufax. The 1-1 delivery hits down toward third base. It's in fair territory. Backhanded by Gilliam. A long throw in time to retire the side. Gilliam turning the long throw loose with Bonnie Ark on it to get Roy McMillan to retire the side. No runs, one hit, no errors, one man left to score at the end of four. The Mets five, the Dodgers four. And once again, here's Lindsey Nelson. Okay, Ralph, after the Dodgers and Giants have been in here at Chase Stadium for their final appearances, the Houston Astros will be coming in, and they have a couple of games to make up. Games that were rained out earlier. It was the Sunday before the All-Star break that Houston was in here, scheduled to play a Sunday doubleheader, and it was washed away. So those two games will be made up on the upcoming appearance of Houston uh, with back-to-back doubleheaders. On Tuesday night, August 31st, Mets and Houston will play a twilight doubleheader starting at 6 p.m. Then the following afternoon, September 1st, it'll be an afternoon doubleheader starting at 1 p.m. Then the series will be concluded with a single afternoon game on September 2nd. That'll start at 2 p.m. of course, and it'll be five games in three days. And uh, that series will close out this current homestand. Through the first four innings here, it's the Mets five runs on six hits and no errors. The Dodgers four runs on six hits and no errors. And it'll be top of the batting order up for the Dodgers, Maury Wills. Gordon Richardson, a left-hander on the mound to the Mets, so that'll turn the switch hitter around, and Wills will be batting right-handed. He's one for two. 
Bunt is even with the edge of the grass at third to protect against the Bunt possibility. Gordon Richardson with the pitch. Low for a ball as Wills was uh, bluffing the Bunt and that brought Hunt and step to his third. It's ball one. Pitch. Swung on and fouled off. It's one and one. In the med bullpen, Daryl Sutherland is throwing. He's just loosening up for his scheduled appearance Friday night. Daryl Sutherland is scheduled to start for the Mets Friday night against the Giants. Who is scheduled to start Warren Spahn. Here's a one-one delivery. Swung on and fouled off. Out of play, and it's one and two. Stadium in Milwaukee. Cincinnati Reds two in the Milwaukee Braves one. Sammy Ellis against Denver Lamaster. Frank Robinson had a two run home for Cincinnati in the top of the third, and the Braves picked up a run in the bottom of the third. Pitch is high. It's a full count, not a will. To put wills on is bad news. Man who has stolen 80 bases this season. Richardson looks to Canizero for his sign. Here's the payoff pitch. Swung on it on the ground to third. Big hop up to Ron on across the diamond in time, and Wills is out third to first. Brings up switch hitting third baseman Jim Gilliam, who has tripled the drive and a run, singled, and scored himself both times. Remember, Viceroy is not too strong, not too light. Viceroy has got the filter for the taste that's right. One man out, nobody on base. And the pitch is in for a call strike. Oh, 
Strike one delivery. Low for a ball. One and one. Jack Fisher started for the Mets, worked an inning in the third. Relieved by Gordon Richardson, who comes now with the 1-1 pitch. It's hit in the air to center field, and Jim Hickman flies over. He's underneath and waiting, and he makes the catch. Two men out, and that'll bring on Willie Davis. Had a sacrifice fly to right to drive and a run in the first inning. Base hit in the third. Davis batting number three. In the Dodger batting order tonight because the batting order was made up with a right-hand pitcher in mind. With a right-hand pitcher in mind. Fastball inside for ball one to Richardson. delivery. Swung on, hit underground foul. Back to first base. And a one and one. We have the report now on John Roseborough who came out of the ball game. He split the middle finger of his right hand. It was an old injury, so he simply opened it up again. No stitches were taken. But he marched right to the dugout the moment it occurred. Here's a pitch line hit on the ground at first base. It's bobbled by Trainful, and he can't make a play, and Willie Davis is on. It's an error charge against Trainful. He charged the ground ball. It dropped out of his glove and uh, in front of him, and he gave chase, could not get to it. Willie Davis becomes the runner at first. Ron Fairley. Coming up now. Grounded out and hit into a fourth place so far. Two men out in the runner at first, with the Mets leading the Dodgers by a score of five to four, and we're in the top half of the fifth inning. Gordon Richardson pitched to Fairley, and it's low for a ball. Lou Johnson waiting on deck. Davis has stolen 20 bases. He's off and running. The pitch is in for a strike to throw to second. He's out at second base. Canizero throw right on the money. McMillan made the tag. It went 2-6 if you score it. And it is the sixth time this year that he has been caught stealing. The side is out. No runs. No hits. One error. None left. Scores the end of four and a half innings. This, the Mets five. The Dodgers four. And now it's time for another unusual fact from the Viceroy Hall of Records. You know, the umpires around the league today keep themselves pretty well covered. They wear face masks, chin guards, chest protectors, all an umpire's usual armor. But you know what the umpire of the first baseball game in Berlin, Germany, wore? A real suit of armor. Sure would like to have seen that. But there's something you're seeing around lately, I'm sure. More and more fans are smoking Viceroy. And no wonder. Viceroy is specifically designed to taste the way you'd like a filter cigarette to taste. Not too strong, like some brands, that taste as if they didn't have a filter, and not too light, like some others. 
you know the kind. They just don't seem to satisfy your taste. But when you light up a Viceroy, you get the filter cigarette that's not too strong, not too light. Viceroy's got the filter for the taste that's right. We're going to the bottom of the fifth, but first, we pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. Follow the Mets on WGY Schenectady, the voice of the Mets in the great Northeast. Two and two. Osteen 
started out shakily. The Mets picked up three runs in the first inning and two in the second. He got the side in order in the third. Gave up one hit in the fourth. Here's a swing and a high fly ball. The left center, Lou Johnson, moves in and he makes the catch. So there's two men out and Jim Hickman will be the batter. He was walked intentionally with first base open in the first inning. And he grounded out pitcher to first in the third inning. Change. 
right here with Austin still talking to Osteen. It is Jim Brewer who has come through the gate. Brewer will have the long walk in and then he'll warm up. So as he does come in to bring us up to date on all the baseball action elsewhere, here's Bob Murphy. All right, Lindsay, at County Max Stadium tonight, where the Phillies are now just five and a half games out of first place. It's Houston nothing, Philadelphia nothing at the end of four. Bob Bruce is on the mound for the Astros, and Ray Colt is pitching for Philadelphia. Big game tonight in Pittsburgh. The Pirates two and the Giants one at the end of four innings. Bob Bolin pitching against Bob Friend. Friend shut out the Milwaukee Braves his last time out. The Pirates are a hot ball club. They beat the Braves three out of four in Pittsburgh at a time that the Braves were sizzling hot. And they beat the Giants last night. The Pittsburgh Pirates are only six and a half games out of first place. So it's Pittsburgh two and the Giants one at the end of four. The Giants are a game and a half back. Cincinnati on a two-run homer by Frank Robinson leading Milwaukee two to one after three and a half innings. Sammy Ellis going for his 17th. His mound opponent is Denny LeMaster. The Reds a game and a half out. The Braves a half game out. Chicago nothing. St. Louis nothing at the end of two. Dick Ellsworth and Bob Gibson are the pitchers. In the American League, the Yankees playing at Minnesota. Al Downing against Merritt. No score at the end of two. They've had an amazing number of home runs tonight in Fenway Park. Eight home runs have been hit in the first six innings of the ball game. The Red Sox are leading Washington by a score of eight to three. Practically every home run hit has been hit with the bases empty. With a singular exception. Or check that with two exceptions. Jastrzemski hit a home run with a man on. Well, that's the only one with anybody on. The other seven have been with the bases clear. Rico Petroselli had three home runs yesterday. And the rookie shortstop has hit another one tonight. A string of home runs, McMullen, King, Yastrzemski, Canigliaro, Petroselli, Mantilla, Howard, and Tillman. Baltimore won, Chicago won at the end of two. Detroit and Kansas City just getting underway. Cleveland won, the Angels nothing at the end of an inning and a half in the first game of a twi-nighter. Now we're set for the action again here, and here again is Lindsay. Okay, Bob, there are two men out. The Mets are batting in the bottom half of the fifth inning, leading six to four. Chris Canadaro is at the plate. Greenville is the runner at third. Jim Brewer with the pitch. And it's low for a ball. Jeff Cormor blocks the ball up the third base line. No advance. Jim Brewer is making his 16th appearance of the season. He has a record of two wins and two losses. He has an earned run average of 2.25. He's a left-hand pitcher. Pitched only 39 and two-thirds innings. He's given up 30 hits and 13 runs. to get a tie from Jeff Torbor. And the 1-0 -oh pitch. He's in there for a call strike. It's one and one. Now the 1-1 one -one delivery. Right low and inside. As Torbor had to move inside. The glove is 2-1. Osteen pitched four and two-thirds innings in which he was touched for six runs on seven hits. He struck out three and walked three. And here 
here is a pitch that is outside for a ball. Look at Avick that last one by train to the third of the night today. Three-one pitch now to Chris Canizero. It's on the way. Outside he walked it. So Canizero goes to first. Train pool holds it third. And left-hand batter Chuck Hiller is coming up. Hiller has hit into a double play and got it out pitch to the first so far tonight. Mets are leading by a score of 6-4. to four. Brewer, touch Jackson deal. And the pitch is low. Side of the Dodger dugout. The wild pitch allows Trainbull to score from third and Canizero moves to second. One ball, it got to Hiller and the Mets lead seven to four. That run is charged against Osteen. That's in for a strike to Hiller, one and one. So far, the Mets have picked up two runs here in the bottom half of the fifth. Waiting and he makes the catch. So the side is out and Hiller flies to right. That's got two runs on two hits after two are out. Hiller is in one left, one wild pitch, and the score is in the five full innings. Is. The Mets seven and the Dodgers four. Well, last year, most baseball fans figured that the National League had the finest tennis race you could ever possibly have. Because on the next to the last day of the season, there were still four clubs that could win the pennant. Cardinals, the Giants, the Reds, and the Phils. But on the Saturday, preceding the final day, the, the uh, Giants were eliminated. But on the last day of the season, there were three clubs that could win the pennant. This year's pennant race seems to be headed in just about the same direction. Starting play tonight, only two and a half games separated the top four teams in the National League. Six and a half games separated the top six teams in the National League. So it seems to be that we're going to have the same sort of race. The Dodgers are in here now, and they'll be here tomorrow night. And the Giants come in for a weekend series. But the Milwaukee Braves are still much in contention. They're only two percentage points out right now, and they'll be here on September 10th. 11th and 12th, then the Cincinnati Reds on the 14th, 15th, and 16th, Pittsburgh Pirates on the 28th and 29th, and the Philadelphia Phillies will close the season here on October 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. So we still have a lot of interesting baseball for you to see here at Shea Stadium so you can make up your own mind from first-hand information on how you think this particular season is going to go right down to the wire. Ron Fairley's up for the Dodgers in the top of the six. And the pitch by Gordon Richardson is in for a call strike. 
Mets have seven runs in this game. It is the most runs the Mets have had against the Dodgers since June the 5th, 1964, when they scored eight in the fourth game against the Dodgers last year. Pitchers outside, one and one now to Ron Fairley. Richardson with a 1-1 pitch. Swung on and it popped up. Out toward the mound and Richardson is going to take it himself. He looked for somebody to come and get it and nobody did. It isn't usual that the pitcher feels the ball there. If the first baseman can get over, he usually takes it. He's the man with the big glove. Catazero didn't go out. Rainville didn't come over. Hunt came part way and Gordon Richardson made the catch of the pop on the first base side of the mound. One away and now it'll be Lou Johnson up. Johnson doubled a drive and a run. He popped out to first base his first time up. In for a call, strike one. As left-handed Gordon Richardson zipped that one into the right-hand batter. Johnson walks back now to get a handful of dirt. He also wants the rosin bag, and he gets that. One pitch. Swung on it on the ground. And at shortstop, McMillan gets the big hop. He plays across the crane pool, and there's two men out. That ball was smashed hard, but it was hopping, and McMillan got the big hop and played it across. Jim Lefebvre is the batter. Grounded out and lined out. He's one on the button in third inning. To Ron Hunt at third base. Charlie Smith is still out of action considerable soreness in his left arm where he was hit by the pitch ball thrown by Tracy Stallard last Sunday. Pitches inside, ball one. Now the 1-0 delivery. Pitches outside, 2-0. There's a possibility that Charlie Smith may, able, may be able to play by Saturday. taking it two and one. In New York City, where there are more Poles than in all of Świdnica, 
more people drink Rheingold than any other beer. Why do Polish Americans like Rheingold? We don't know. But we must be doing something right.
on base for the Mets batting here in the bottom of the sixth. And the 2-2 delivery. Inside. The count is out full at 3-2. and two. waiting on deck as Brewer delivers the payoff pitch swung on and it in the air to center field Willie Davis hangs right there and makes the catch two men out nobody on and Roy McMillan is getting up flat to center grounded out short to first and grounded out third to first McMillan turned in a fantastic play on Wes Parker in the fourth inning but the thing about it is, McMillan does that sort of thing day after day after day. He went into the hole and then got enough on the ball to get Parker, who again is one of the fastest men in the game. Here's a pitch high for a ball. 1-0. And he got him at first so that it wasn't close, really. Had him by a good margin. 1-0 pitch to McMillan. Outside for a ball. 2-0. in his 15th season in the Major League. 2-0 delivery. And it's low. Jim Brewer goes behind. Three balls and no strike. Taken in there for a tall strike. Three and one. Play the tennis tonight, 32,432. Total of tennis, 33,305. Here's a pitch low, and McMillan draws a walk. First walk issued by Brewer. First and Joe Christopher coming up. Single homeward and grounded out short to first. So far, the three-game series to this point. First three games of the four-game set between the Mets and the Dodgers. Drawn a paid attendance total of 102,848. Christopher is in there for a strike. Ken Brewer checks and deals. Pitch it on the line in the left field for another Christopher base hit. Lou Johnson comes up with it, plays it back. McMillan holds it second. Christopher's on with a single left. The Mets have runners, first and second. Two men out, and Ron Swoboda is coming up. Double to drive and a run in the first inning. Called out on strikes in the second, and fly to the left in the fifth. At County Stadium in Milwaukee, the Braves have come up with two runs in the bottom of the fifth on a two-run homer by Mac Jones. So that going to the sixth inning, it is the Braves three and the Cincinnati Reds two. At Fort Phelan, Pittsburgh, going to the bottom half of the sixth inning, it is now the Giants two and the Pirates two. As the Giants scored one at the sixth to tie it. 
right here, the Mets are leading the Dodgers by a score of 7-4 to four and threatening. Jim Gilliam came over to have a word with pitcher Jim Brewer. And now, Gilliam on instruction from the dugout goes back to the mound again. Pitching coach, Joe, or other uh, manager, Walter Austin, waved him back out there. Gilliam comes back to his position at third. In the bullpen, John Burton and Nick Wilhite. Here's the pitch, and it's a breaking ball in there for a call strike. Pull the string on him, and Ramona stepped out for a moment. Starting Swoboda off with an off-speed pitch. Now low for a ball. It's one and one. The end of three innings. The Yankees nothing. The Minnesota Twins nothing. Final score: Boston eight, Washington three. One and one. The count to Ron Swoboda. Millen, the runner at second, and Christopher, the runner at first base, with two men out. Brewer's pitch, low. He goes behind, two and one. To Swoboda. Pavilion to General Motors. How long do the fireworks last? Well, don't guess. You can get all the answers from the free Shell World's Fair map and walking guide. The only map of the World's Fair that tells you how much time you need to go where you want and see what you want. Make the most of your time at the fair. Ask your Shell dealer for a World's Fair map and walking guide. You can't buy these maps, but they're free while stocks last at all your local Shell stations. Another service from your Shell dealer. Service is his business. 
Right here we pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. Wes Parker leading off against Jordan Richardson in the seventh inning. He bluffs it a bunt, outside and a high, ball one. Dodgers have the tail end of their batting order hitting in the seventh. Walter Alston has Johnny Padres warming in the bullpen. Follow the Mets on WGY Schenectady, the voice of the Mets in the Great Northeast. Richardson came on to relieve starting pitcher Jack Fisher in the third inning. Now Gordon swings out of his windup. The pitch, a grounder hit down to third. Big hop for Hunt fielded near the bag. The long throw in time. Parker is out on the grounder. One away and nobody off. for the first time in the ball game is Jeff Torborg. Jeff took over behind the plate when Johnny Roseboro had the misfortune to put a finger on his throwing hand. Reopened an old injury. Injury-wise, it's been a tough night for the Dodgers. It's been at the knees for a call strike. Ron Fairley fell in the outfield and injured his shoulder. However, it was not serious, and Ron was able to stay in the ballgame, but it could be quite sore by tomorrow. Outside and high. One ball, one strike on Jeff Torborg. Jeff hitting 263, right-hand batter. He has been playing against southpaw pitching. Now the 1-1 delivery. Flacked foul, back up into the crowd, no play. weeks of the season. The Dodgers will be playing at home at Dodger Stadium against Cincinnati, Milwaukee, and St. Louis. Be a lot of excitement generated from the West Coast the closing days of the pennant race. Ground ball rolling to short to his glove side is Big Bellet. He comes up throwing in time. Another big night in the field for Roy McMillan. Two outs, nobody on. John Kennedy is coming up now to bat for Jim Brewer. Third baseman John Kennedy, a right-hand hitter, is the pitch batter, batting for pitcher Jim Brewer. Dodgers three runs back, and so skipper Walter Alston goes to his bench now to try and get something going against Gordon Richardson. Here's the wind-up by the tall left-hander, and the pitch is over on the inside corner for a call strike. Jordan Richardson is from Conklin, Georgia. Analyzing off-speed pitch is way outside. One ball, one strike. Veteran left-hander Johnny Padre is getting ready in the Dodger bullpen. He'll be in the ballgame in the last half of the inning. Line shot that's fouled on the left field line. Got a little too far out in front of the count. One ball and two strikes. This is the first year in the four years the Mets have won as many as four ball games in a year from the Dodgers. 
Tonight they're trying to make it number five. Pitching one and two. Inside on the pinch batter, John Kennedy in the count even. Two balls, two strikes. Pitching two and two. Inside and low, and now the string is out. Three and two. The Mets have seven runs, nine hits, and one error. The Dodgers, four runs, six hits, and no errors. on the way. A swing and a miss. He struck him out. Gordon Richardson with a good sinker. Gets John Kennedy and the Dodgers are out in the seventh inning. No runs, no hits, no errors and none left. At the end of six and a half innings, the score of the New York met seven, the Los Angeles Dodgers four. Say, if you've been wondering what Swedish Americans sing after the smorgasbord, listen to this. song that Swedish Americans sing over and over at their parties and picnics until they raise a fearful thirst. Then they change their tune. Halon Gore is a traditional Swedish drinking song, and often the beer they drink is Rheingold Extra Dry. In fact, in New York City, where there are more Swedes than in all of Huskborna, more people drink Rheingold than any other beer. Why do Swedish Americans like Rheingold? We don't know. But we must be doing something right. Nick Wilhite and Johnny Padres have both been warming in the bullpen, and it will be Nick Wilhite coming in. Standard Nick Wilhite takes over the pitching now for the Los Angeles Dodgers. And Jim Brewer relieved Claude Osteen in the fifth inning. So Brewer pitched one and one-third. He allowed no runs, gave up one hit. Jim Brewer walked two and struck out one. But now Wilhite is the third Dodger pitcher. Nick has won one and lost two. He beat Philadelphia four to nothing for his victory early in the year. Lost to the Pirates four to one and lost to the St. Louis Cardinals four to three. Nick Wilhite is on the mound for the Dodgers. Last of the seventh inning, and Jim Hickman is the leadoff batter for New York. Mets leading by three. They're out in front, seven to four. Eddie Crane, pool on deck, and then Chris Canizero. A high foul ball. Wafted back upstairs and out of play. Now checking the National League pennant race. Cincinnati got a run in the sixth inning. The tie-up Milwaukee, that game is 3-3 three three after five and a half. 
way inside, driving him back from the plate. One ball, one strike. Denny LeMaster is out of the game, and Bob Sadowski is pitching in relief. Sammy Yellow still going for Cincinnati. The Giants and the Pirates are tied 2-2 two to two after 6.5. Bolin against Friends. It's high, he lays off. Two balls and a strike. Houston and Philadelphia tied 3-3 at the end of five. Way inside. That one nicked him on the top of the left arm. Hickman goes to first base hit by a pitch. As he jumped back from the plate to get away from the inside fastball, it kept following him and just grazed the top of his left arm between the elbow and wrist. Eddie Cranebull has had a big night with a base hit driving in a run in the first inning. Lined hard to center fielder Willie Davis and then tripled to right center driving in a run. So Eddie has driven two runs in tonight. Hiking his total on the year to 48. He's five behind the club leader, Charlie Smith. Charlie will probably be out of the Houston series. Upside and low, one ball and no strikes. And the club leader, Charlie Smith. Charlie will probably be out of the Houston series. Side and low, one ball and no strikes. Eddie Crane Bull hit a line drive that looked like a long single that turned into a triple when Ron Fairley slipped and fell. It was Eddie's fourth three bagger of the year, the most on the club. It's on the outside corner for a strike, one ball and one strike. Eddie has hit well at home here at Shea Stadium this year. His batting slumps have come on the road trips. Throw the first, not in time. The 1-1 delivery is hit over into the Dodger dugout. We couldn't see whether everybody got out of the way or not all right. Boy, that ball went into the dugout like a shot. And apparently everybody's all right. Here's the pitch on the way. A sidearm curve that is swung and missed by Eddie Cranepool, strength three. Will Wright got out in front on Cranepool, and then he stepped toward first with a crossfire curveball. report from the Dodger Clubhouse on Johnny Roseboro. The report is that Johnny will be able to return to action right away. The runner goes, hit and run, a base hit the left field, and Hickman is going to stop at second base. He took a long turn and then slammed on the brakes. So Canizero delivers a hit and run single into left field. Runners on first and second, one man out, Chuck Hiller coming up. The Mets lead the Dodgers 7-4. We're in the last half of the seventh. Chuck Hiller, 0 for 3 this evening. 
Bands well up toward the front of the batter's box, chokes up slightly on the handle of the bat. He tried to hold up on a breaking pitch and it broke right over the plate for a strike. thrown by Nick Wilhite is low and outside. One ball, one strike. Now Wilhite takes the assign from Jeff Torborg. And the fastball is a strike on the inside corner. One ball, two strikes. We'll bring you right up to date on all the scores of the other games at the end of the inning. One man away, runners on first and second, Dodgers playing straight away. Way outside, a good stop by Jeff Torborg. He had to lunge to get that one. Almost got away from Nick Wilhite, it's two and two. for time. He wants to talk to Will Hyde. Every game so important to the pennant contenders. Doing to the count on Chuck Hiller. Now the curve is low at outside. Ball three. And the string is out three and two. applying a lot of pressure and they have driven themselves right into this National League race. And they did it by cooling off a hot ball club. They beat Milwaukee three out of four. At a time, the Braves were on a real rampage and they beat the Giants last night. There go the runners on three and two, a slow ground ball. Charged again is Lefebvre. He throws to first in time to get Hiller. And the runners move along to second and third. Gordon Richardson getting a nice hand as he comes up to hit. He has pitched well in relief. Well, in today, tonight's game, the Mets fell only about 488 people shy of reaching 1,400,000 in home attendance. A swing and a miss by Gordon Richardson, strike one. crowd will probably be the largest of the four nights with the Dodgers. Sandy Koufax, that's a tremendous attraction. Now the pitch on the way. It's inside, one ball and one strike. It is generally agreed that Sandy Koufax will become, next year, the first $100,000 pitcher in the history of baseball. Previous high salary drawn by a pitcher had been Warren Spahn's 85000 Foul ball back toward the crowd and out of play.
on second and third, two men down. It's one ball, two strikes on Gordon Richardson. Will Hyatt working deliberately, and now Gordon steps out of the batter's box. Will Hyatt has been dealt away by the Dodgers to Washington, but was turned back and has helped them out. A swing and a miss, he struck him out. Will Hyatt fanning Gordon Richardson. He struck out two in the inning. No runs, one hit, no errors, two left. Seven innings complete. The Mets seven runs, ten hits, and one error. The Dodgers four runs, six hits, and no errors. In the National League, Houston scored two runs in the sixth inning. They now lead Philadelphia five to three at the end of five and a half. Mike Queller is in relief of Bob Bruce. For the Phillies, Ray Culp was the starter, Roebuck in the fifth, Bobolinski in the sixth inning. The Giants and Pirates are now tied two to two with the Giants hitting in the top of the eighth inning. Bob Bolin and Bob Friend are locked up in the mound duel. Cincinnati and Milwaukee are tied 3-3 at the end of six. Sammy Ellis pitching for Cincinnati, looking for his 17th. Bob Sadowski relieved Denny LeMaster in the sixth inning for the Braves. Frank Robinson, a two-run homer for Cincinnati. Mac Jones, a two-run homer for the Milwaukee Braves. The Chicago Cubs lead St. Louis 3-1 at the end of four. Dick Ellsworth against Bob Gibson. The Minnesota Twins and a home run by Allen lead the New York Yankees 1-0 after four and a half. Al Downing against Merritt. The Red Sox in a home run battle beat Washington 8-3 to tonight. A ball game in which there were eight home runs hit. Seven of the eight with the bases clear. Earl Wilson the winner and Mike McCormick the loser. Baltimore 2, the White Sox won after five innings. Bill Pappas against Gary Peters. Kansas City leads Detroit 4 to nothing at the end of three. Wickersham has relieved Joe Sparma. And Hunter, Catfish Center, is pitching for Kansas City. Cleveland won the Angels nothing at the end of four. Hargan against Sanford. That's the first game of a twilight night doubleheader on the West Coast. is up against Gordon Richardson in the eighth inning. New York seven, the Dodgers four. Here's the pitch on the way. He bluffed at a bunt, didn't offer, and the pitch is over, strike one. Murray has one hit and three times up. Now the windup, here's the pitch on the way. It's under the knees, one ball, one strike. of third. Now the pitch to Wills. A bouncer right back to the mound, taken by Richardson. The first base, one man down. Now Junior Gilliam coming up. Gilliam crippled in. Now Mari Wills in the first inning. He singled the right in the third inning and flied to center in the fifth inning. So Gilliam, two hits and three times up. ball, a foul going down over toward the Dodger dugout. Bounds in and out of the Dodger dugout. Now Richardson over the head. Here's his pitch. Outside the high. One ball, one strike. Junior Gilliam, Willie Davis, and Wes Parker have driven in the three Dodger runs. Gilliam getting the run in with a triple. Willie Davis with a sacrifice fly. And Wes Parker with a home run. 
The 1-1 one -one pitch. Line shot over the head of McMillan in the left field of base hit. So Gilliam has his third hit of the ball game. That is only the second hit off Richardson in relief, and it's the first solid hit. The other was a Texas League fly ball double to short left. has knocked in a run with a sacrifice fly, single to left, and reached safely on an error, charged to Crane Pool. So Willie has one hit and two trips. A foul ball back into the screen. Dave Eilers is on call now in the Mets bullpen, and so is Larry Miller. up in the pitching position. Delivers to Willie Davis inside and high. One ball, one strike. If the Mets can win tonight, they will have a record of five wins and seven ball games on this homestand. One-one delivery. Foul ball back into the backstop. No play, and it's one and two on Willie Davis. Andy Koufax with a lifetime record of 13 wins and no losses against the Mets. His bound opponent will be 20-year-old Doug McGraw. Doug went all the way, beating the St. Louis Cardinals last Sunday for his first Major League win. Inside and high on Willie Davis, and the count is even at two and two. delivery. Foul ball off the mask of Canizero. Count remains the same on Willie Davis. And as we mentioned earlier, Willie Davis has stolen 20 bases this year, has been thrown out only six times all year, and four of the six by Chris Canizero. Willie was thrown out by Candace Arrow in the fifth inning. The 2-2 delivery. A foul ball lofted back to our broadcasting booth and out of play. to Willie Davis. Another foul ball back to the screen. Eddie Cranepool is not holding against Junior Gilliam. And Roy McMillan shades Willie Davis over towards second base. He shades him over far enough that he'd have a good shot at coming up with a ball hit right over the bag. Ron Hunt wide of the line, but even with the bag at third, and the outfield swung around to right. Pitching two and two. A fly ball down the right field line. Joe Christopher moving slowly toward the line. Joe's under it waiting. 
And he makes the catch. Willie Davis flies to right. Ron Fairley coming up, and Wes Westrom wants to talk to Gordon Richardson for a moment. Just jogging out to either tell him something or ask him how he feels. He has been pitching superbly in relief. He's given up only two hits. One of the two was a Texas Ligger. The other was a solid base hit. The chances are a great deal better against the Dodgers with left-hand pitching. If it does nothing else, it helps to curtail that running speed. Against left-hand pitching this year, the Dodgers are 29 and 23. And against right-handers, 44 and 31. delivers to Fairley. Fastball off the shoulder. One ball and no strikes. Fairley 0 for 3. He was the batting star in the Dodgers' victory in the opening game of this series when he drove in four of their eight runs. Check swing grounder and it's a fair ball picked up by Crane's rule. He steps on the bag and the foul is out. Dodgers arguing that it was a foul ball. Ron Fairley Turns to double check into the plate umpire, Billy Williams. First base umpire, Bob Engels, said fair ball. And Greenville had the easiest play in the world to make. It was a soft liner on the check swing. He picked it up on the first stop and stepped on first base. No runs, one hit, no errors, one left. At the end of seven and a half innings to score, the New York Mets seven and the Los Angeles Dodgers four. And now a word from Viceroy Cigarettes. cigarettes should you be enjoying today some brands taste too strong as if they didn't even have a filter and some taste too light you know the kind they never seem to satisfy your taste but there is an answer and here it is that's right viceroy the fact is, Viceroy is specifically designed to taste the way you'd like a filtered cigarette to taste. Not too strong, not too light. Viceroy's got the filter for the taste that's right. When you try them, you'll agree. Viceroy's got the taste that's right. Viceroy's got the taste that's right. Not too strong and not too light. The taste that's right. of the eighth inning, leadoff batter Ron Hunt will be up against relief pitcher Nick Wilhite. Ron has reached on a walk and had a single in three times up tonight. The Mets have seven runs, ten hits and one error. The Dodgers four runs, seven hits and no errors. Wilhite winding and the pitch to Hunt is inside and low. One ball and no strikes. pitch on the way, and it's a strike on the inside corner of the knees, one ball and one strike. 
one delivery. Under the knees, two balls and one strike. Dodgers go on to Philadelphia after they close out their four-game series with New York tomorrow night at Shea Stadium. After their series in Philadelphia this weekend, they go home. Breaking ball down low, and Wilhite has a three-and-one count on Ron Hunt. Tap back toward the mound, grabbed by Wilhite. He throws to first, and it's in time. Double checking ourselves on the Dodgers' schedule. They go to Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, Houston, and then back home. They have two games left with the Giants at Dodger Stadium. They'll be the first two games when the Dodgers get back to Dodger Stadium. Roy McMillan looks the pitch over, and it's down low. One ball and no strikes. One out, nobody on. Bottom half of the eighth inning. Fastball too high. It's 2-0 on Roy McMillan. Mack has hit safely in 18 of the last 20 ball games. He's looking for his first hit of this ball game. Roy has flied out, bounced to short, bounced to third, and reached on a walk. Over at the letters for a call strike, two and one. Two one delivery. A swing and a miss on a high hard one, and the count is two two on Roy McMillan. The Dodgers in the ninth inning will have Lou Johnson, Jim LaFever, and Wes Parker coming up against Gordon Richardson. delivery. Change up a fly ball in the air to short left. Drifting in is Lou Johnson. He's under it. And he puts it away for the second out. So two outs and nobody on. And right here we pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. Follow the Mets on WGY Schenectady. The voice of the Mets in the Great Northeast. with Lindsey Nelson and Ralph Kiner from Shea Stadium. Now Joe Christopher, the batting star of the game for the New York Mets, steps in. Joe has two singles and a two-run homer. Three hits and four times up. Christopher has brought his average up now to 250. A foul ball back over the screen, strike one. on the way. Inside and low. One ball, one strike. Nick Wilhite delivers it high into the air. A deep fly ball to left center. Back by the track is Johnson. He's under it. And he makes the catch on the warning track in deep left center. up and three down in the last of the eighth inning. And now at the end of eight innings, it's the New York Mets seven, the Los Angeles Dodgers four. Guy Lombardo, who brought you around the world in 80 days, 
has another musical spectacular for you at the Jones Beach Theater. Don't miss Mardi Gras at its fabulous world of New Orleans. It's the best yet at the Jones Beach Theater. on the Gemini 5 flight, Gemini 5 is now at its 69th orbit. Except for itchy beards and a few housekeeping problems, such as feeling the close confinement of their cramped quarters, the astronauts, Cooper and Conrad, are in tip-top shape. They have now set a new American space mark, and at six minutes past eight tomorrow morning, we'll catch up with Russia's world mark of 119 hours and six minutes. coming up, and we hope you'll be coming out to Shea Stadium tomorrow night as Sandy Koufax goes for his 22nd. And Sandy needs only 10 strikeouts. Sounds like a lot in one ball game, and for most pitchers it would be, but not for Koufax at times, and most of the time, to tie his own National League strikeout record of 306 strikeouts in a season. Johnson up as we go to the ninth inning. New York in front by three. Richardson winding. Johnson hits a high fly to center field, ambling over to his glove side of Hickman, and he puts it away. One man down. Richardson has now gone six innings in relief in this ball game. He's allowed no runs, given up just two hits. Under the knees, one ball and no strikes on Jim LaFever. Cincinnati got a run in the seventh inning. They now lead the Milwaukee Braves four to three after six and a half. Sixteen game winner, Sammy Ellis, is on the mound for the Reds. This one is over at the knees for a strike. The Giants and Pirates are tied 2-2 two two going to the ninth inning. Houston 5, Philadelphia 4, they're on the last of the seventh. Grounder hit down to third. Bad hop grabbed by Hunt. He throws in time. He's got it. Bad hop, but Hunt came up with it by reacting quickly and grabbing the ball in the midsection. Two outs and nobody on. The hitter is Wes Parker. hitting left-handed, hit a line drive home run back in the second. At the time, it tied the game 3-3. Three three. One ball and no strikes on Parker. Since then, he has been robbed of a hit on a brilliant play by Roy McCullough. Grounded out to third. On the inside corner for a strike, one ball, one strike. strikes on Wes Parker. Two outs in the ninth inning and the Mets in front, seven to four. Now the pitch on the way. A line drive toward right center field. It'll be in for a base hit. Parker takes the turn. He's on with a single. He just kind of slammed that one into right center field. 
third hit given up in relief by Gordon Richardson. And it brings up Jeff Torborg. Jeff has been up once and grounded out short to first. He came in the ball game when Johnny Roseboro suffered a split finger on his right hand when he was hit with a foul hip off the bat of Gordon Richardson. It's over, strike one call. Don Drysdale has come out on deck. The bat for Nick Wilhite. If Torborg keeps the game a-going. Now the pitcher in the way. Foul ball, lofted back across the dugout and into the crowd. No play. A two-strike count on Jeff Torborg. The Mets can win this one. They will have taken five out of seven since coming back to Shea Stadium. set delivers a drive hit toward the alley in left center running hard as Swoboda dives for it and can't get it it's a base hit it's rolling all the way back to the wall Parker around third will score and Torborg stops in second with a run scoring double he hit a two strike hit and kept the Dodgers hopes alive he really erected a long drive to left center field have their first run home off Gordon Richardson since he came on in the third. And Don Drysdale, a home run threat, is coming up. Back for Nick Wilhite, and Wes Westrom is on his way to the mound. Dave Eilers has been on call in the bullpen. Richardson was oh so close to having this one over. He had the Dodgers down to their final strike. Well, with a two-strike count on him, Jeff Torborg lashed out with a line drive double to left center field. Wes Parker, with that great speed of his, easily came all the way around to score. It's 7-5, and Drysdale is the potential tying run at bat as he comes up. center in the game last night with a score tied one to one delivered a base hit that got the Dodgers started they went on to score two runs and go in front three to one the Mets rallied in the last of the ninth inning to win the game four to three and Richardson will stay in the ball game on the way. A ground ball bounced to short. McMillan takes it, strides. The long throw, the Mets win. The Mets win it on a strong relief performance by Southpaw Gordon Richardson and some robust hitting, particularly in the early part of the ball game. So the Mets, after losing the opening game of the series, have bounced back to win the next two. In the ninth inning, one run, two hits, no errors, one left on. The final score, the Mets 7 and the Dodgers 5. And we'll be back with the recap in just a moment. Now you're going to hear a terribly sad song about a man who's unlucky in love, but lucky in beer. Hey! 
little cafes of Romania comes the song about Yonelule, who drinks to forget the fire that burns his heart because marijuana doesn't love him. Even if you're not on fire like poor Yonelule, you can work up a passionate Romanian thirst with spicy salamale, and then will very likely call for a Rheingold. It's a fact that in New York City, where there are more Romanians than in Bailesh, more people drink Rheingold Extra Dry than any other beer. How come? Maybe you can find out at your local Pivnica, but we must be doing something right. Final score tonight at Shea Stadium, the New York Mets 7 and the Los Angeles Dodgers 5. A brilliant relief job turned in by Southpaw Gordon Richardson. He came on to replace starting pitcher Jack Fisher as early as the third inning. Gordon remained to finish the game out going six and two-thirds innings. He gave up just one run, allowed four hits, did not walk a man, and struck out one. Richardson, the winning pitcher, his second victory against one loss. The Dodgers starter, Claude Osteen, the loser. Osteen now has won 11 and lost 12. The two runs scored in the fifth inning by the New York Mets and a double by Jim Hickman, a triple by Eddie Cranebull, and a wild pitch proved to be the conclusive runs in the ball game. The Dodgers scored two runs in the first inning of the game on a single by Wills, a triple by Gilliam, and a sacrifice fly by Willie Davis. But New York came right back in their half of the first inning to score three runs. Ron Swoboda, Eddie Greenpool, Chris Canizero, and Joe Christopher all driving in runs this evening. Joe Christopher continuing his hot streak. Joe had two singles and a home run. His home run was a two-run homer. So the Mets win it with a line score of seven runs, ten hits, one error, and eight left. The Dodgers, five runs, nine hits, no errors, and four left. Richardson, with a long and strong relief stint, is the winning pitcher, the loser, Claude Osteen. Mets now lead the series two games to one. They've won five of their last six, five of seven on the current homestand. Tomorrow night, the final game of the series, Sandy Colfax against Doug McGraw. Game time, 8 p.m. Hope you're planning to be on hand. Tonight's game was brought to you by Rheingold, New York City's largest selling beer. And what a remarkable thing that is. In New York, a city of so many different people with different tastes, one beer has become the favorite, Rheingold Extra Dry. Now, we don't know why so many people like our beer, but we must be doing something right, and we'll keep right on doing it. Tonight's game was also brought to you by Viceroy. Not too strong, not too light. Viceroy's got the filter for the taste that's right. And by the Shell Oil Company, makers of Super Shell, good mileage, gasoline. Stop at the clean white pump for Super Shell. In old baseball land, there are no fans so grand as our fans. 